Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Cooper Hamilton here, and I hope you're well. I'm here with you today with a giant story to tell. It's a story of Adam Kingsley and his side with a dream. This is a story of our orange team. We can't wait for the fixture, and today it's finally here, which means just one thing, a new season is oh so near. So let's go through it together, the next chapter of our story, a new season, a new quest for maiden premiership glory. Very clever stuff from Cooper Hamilton, who is a viral sensation out of the Giants and does a lot of heavy lifting on their social media. And uh, the Giants have one of the better social media departments in the league. Check out the full release of their poetry-related fixture on their social channels. Joining us now from the Giants is their CEO, Dave Matthews. Dave, thanks for your time again. Pleasure, Kane. I reckon you've been stitched up, Dave. Uh, I don't think you've been rewarded for the football that you've played last year. You've been shunned on the prime time stage, which is a shame. One Thursday night game, you cop an absolute brutal travel schedule again. Trips to Perth, Mount Barker, Sydney, Geelong, Tassie, Adelaide, Brisbane and Ballarat, would you believe? Are you disappointed? No, I'm not. I mean, we're personally, we're really pleased with the season we had. I thought it was fantastic the way Adam Kings and Toby Green and the the guys progressed their way through the year and you know, almost got into the grand final, obviously. And so um, we've got great momentum heading into 2024. And look, I know the fixture um, really is a, is a complex thing to put together. So we recognise that. But you know, Andrew Dillon uh, and his team have responded to um, you know, ongoing requests and, I guess, advocacy about starting earlier. So to get Collingwood... And mm. to have the creation of opening round, I thought that was just um, yeah, clearly Andrew Dillon's intent on trying to um, put his foot down in terms of the Sydney market. And we need events like that. So that opening round's fantastic. The Thursday night Anzac game in, in, uh, in Canberra is going to be great. Yeah, we've got Carlton coming up in, at Giant Stadium in the school holidays. Yeah, and, and, you know, you, you mentioned the number of venues we play at. Well, that's not dissimilar to this year. And we... Mm. Yeah, we do probably take the view you you can win anywhere, anytime. That's what Adam Kingsley's really drilled in, and we had a lot of success at a lot of different venues. So no, we're we're comfortable, and we're very very excited about the opening round in particular. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about that because I mean it has been criticised by some fans. I think largely those fans in Victoria who who may feel like they're they're missing it out. But I mean, how big is it going to be up there, and and how important was it for your club to to land this? I've sort of been a bit bit bemused by the Victorian footy fans sitting there missing out. It's not like there's been games uh, taken out of Melbourne. I mean, let's be honest, they sort of have a gather round 20 weeks of the year. So I think they're fine. I, I just think what the AFL's, um, you know, the AFL's decision-making on this, I think, is now matching their aspirations. That the reason the Giants were started in the first place is to try to grow the game in Australia's biggest city. And... And a, and a lot of times in, in years gone by, I think we've seen a real Victorian lens to fixture decisions and, and events decisions. Most of the events that have been traditionally created are, 
a Melbourne base. So I think Andrew Dillon, to his credit, has basically um, bitten the bullet and said, I've got, I'm, I can see where uh, there's a real opportunity to get started early. And that's what you know, codes like the NRL do. We've been talking about this for several years. And he's made the decision. And I can see that it's you know, great thing Sydney's going to be a big part of his legacy and agenda. Mm. What'd you make of Mason Cox's tweet where he says the NFL goes to Las Vegas, the AFL premiers go to a showground for livestock day. Oh, I can't imagine that's gone down too well. No, I don't think so. I mean, look, it's obviously, let's be honest, it's D-grade comedy at best. Um, but he, I mean, he's, I guess that's his thing. I, I mean, it's not, I guess it resonates with some people. I didn't see it. Someone showed it to me and, you know, I guess our players and fans were looking for Looking forward to giving him a warm welcome um, mm. when he does get here, assuming he's in the side. <laughs> bit of extra spice. Uh, I like it. When is everyone back on deck? You'd have a bit of time up your sleeve for, for those players, wouldn't they? Yeah, we do. I mean, uh, there's there's players who are, I'm just out at the club at the moment, who are out just you know, staying in touch with their, their program and, and, and in and around Sydney. I think it's also changed in that regard, Kane. It was, not that long ago that a lot of our players in the break would head off um, to their home states or head away. There's a lot who are still staying around Sydney. So we've seen a lot of them and they're, they're very, very hungry. And I, I think it's, it's the fires in the belly after that one point loss in the prelim. And you know, to start with Colling, as I said, not just as an opening round, but actually be playing against them and the rivalry we've got there. Um, you know, the players will come back in over the next three to four weeks. And the draft on, on Monday, 7, 16, 43, 59 and 71. What, what are you looking to, to bolster your list with? Do you see any deficiencies? It's hard to find some. Yeah, I think, I think Jace McCartney and the recruiting team have done a great job in the last few years to make some really hard calls and trade out some players and rebalance the list. So I agree with you. I think our profile is pretty balanced. Um, yeah, I'm, I think our recruiting team, and um, yeah, led by Adrian Caruso and and Jace will be well planned and be just looking to take best players available, I'd imagine. Um, mm. Yeah, they're doing a lot of that work. They've done that work all year, but they've done a lot in the last few weeks with Adam Kingsley as well, casting his eye over what might be the needs for the future. So, yeah, we've, we've got a lot of confidence in our list strategy. Dave Matthews is the CEO of the Giants, always generous with his time. Dave, is there something to be learned from? I mean, it felt like you know, 12 months ago, this time last year, you lose Hopper and Taranto and the Giants exodus and do they need to rebuild again? And I think we're all sort of guilty at, at looking at that on the back of Cameron leaving and, and perhaps a couple of others. But in the end, it was a blessing. You, you cleaned them up with, with the draft compensation that you got for those two. Perhaps they were players that you didn't necessarily need. No one pace midfielders with, with all due respect. And then the opportunity that gave for, for Callahan and, and Green in particular to get those midfield minutes. Is it... Is it a learning experience that sometimes losing players isn't all that bad? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, the, the change in player movement across the competition's something that people have come to accept. And from time to time, you do have, need to make hard decisions. And I think you've, you've got to be prepared at times to, to let some players go who, who are probably establishing themselves. But you've the decision, as I said before, to sort of rebalance the list and think about our salary cap position and just try to, you know, settle that back down. And then, yeah, we always said this time last year, I think when we spoke, came, we talked about the fact I don't at no stage saw this as a, 
as a rebuild. Oh. It was going to be a reset. And mm. Adam Kingsley's come in and, um, you know, and, and he's done a great job. And, and, you know, when we lost that prelim final, and Adam Kingsley had been at the club for less than 10 months. So I think we've got a lot to look forward to. And I think you've just got to try to make great decisions. There's some players that we've lost that you'd like to retain and there's some players that have moved on for logical reasons. So I just think we've tended to be able to retain the ones we really see as as a core part of the group. And, you know, I actually think this is a tighter group right now than we've ever had. Mm. What, What makes you say that? I just think there's, I just think people can see that we're an established club that, you know, is is very um, committed to try to win on field. Um, you know, this the, the playing group at the moment, led by Toby Green. You have got those older players like Green and Cornelio and Haynes and others who are mm. who are hungry for success. And I think, you know, the the culture that we've built here over a short period of time is is very very strong. And I and I just see this tightness among that younger group as well, led by the likes of Connor Iden and Jack Buckley and Sam Taylor. Tom Green, as you say. So there's the, one of the things I think is happening too is, is a lot of the speculation about what our players are going to do is, is sort of settled down a bit in the last yeah. couple of years as well. I think a lot of people see that you know, this is a great place to play footy. We're just about to embark on a $15 million upgrade to our TNA with an aquatic centre and broadcast quality lights and all sorts of things. So it's a great place to play footy. Uh, it's obviously a great place to live. I think I think uh, if you're an AFL player, living in Sydney is probably as good as it gets. Mm. What about the the untapped talent in Ireland? Like Callum Brown, we've, we've loved what he's done, the athletic traits that he's got. I mean, who knows what his ceiling will be in five or six years' time. Is that an investment that you'll look to go further with and, and invest in perhaps some more talent from there? Yeah, I think I think it's it's... An amazing story, isn't it, Callum Brown? And yeah, we, we would continue to keep an eye out in that regard. And obviously, we want to do further work with our academy locally to find you know, more players like Kieran Briggs. So I, I think Callum Brown's great evidence came that under Adam Kingsley and the coaching group, I think almost every player improved or had their best season. I mean, Keneally had an amazing season as, a, as an older player. Green, the decision... Uh, to put Toby Green in as his captain was absolutely mm. vindicated. The the patience that Jason and others have shown with Callum Brown has been vindicated too. So yeah, we'd, we you, you've got to be creative, I reckon, in relation to the talent that you bring onto your list, particularly with the prospect of the Tasmanian side coming in. I think yeah, you know, one of the challenges or opportunities for the game generally is we've got to grow the talent pool to be able to support a competition that's that big and you know. If the, players like Callum Brown are coming onto our list, then, then that's certainly a lever you'd need to look at. Yeah, I mean, you didn't even mention Jesse Hogan, who at times played career best footy under Kingsley there. Uh, Buckley as well, I mean, career best form. So uh, that's the art of coaching, to maximise what you've got and to get the best out of your players. Just final one from me, has the AFL gone far enough with the soft cap and how will you look to spend the extra money that uh, you've been uh, granted in that space? Yeah, look, I think I think it's been sensible what they've done. I mean, clearly the decision to bring in a soft cap in the first place helps support equalisation, um, and and then I think the cuts the cuts during the COVID period were probably in hindsight more drastic than they may may have needed to be. But you could mm. certainly understand the caution at the time. You know, it's getting back to a level that 
um, is more manageable from our point of view when a lot of the times we have to attract talented coaches from southern states and you've got to deal with cost of living and relocations of families and those sorts of things. So I think it's certainly manageable. And, you know, Jason and, and Adam Kingsley are just working through where the program improvements uh, will continue to come from because as good a season as we had, you, you can't stand still. And that's what I like about the way Jason and Adam are going about it. Mm. Dave, mate, I always appreciate your time. Love uh, catching up with you and good luck for the draft. And uh, no doubt we'll speak in the lead up to the season again. Thanks, Kane. Cheers. Dave Matthews there is the Giants CEO. No complaints from the Giants about the fixture. I thought there may have been a few, but no, they're wrapped with opening round against the Pies. There may be a little bit of extra spice in that one, which we like. Uh, And no complaints about their travel fixture as well, which was similar to this year. They turned up and they won everywhere. They're going to be hard to beat again. Dave Matthews, our guest.